You're listening to the Small Town Monsters Broadcasting Network. You can find out more about this and other network shows, as well as Small Town Monsters films, books, our upcoming Kickstarter campaign, and much more at smalltownmonsters.com. Good evening. Hello. What's up? Howdy. Welcome, everyone, to a very, very special episode of STM Live. I am extremely excited to be here this evening. Uh, Very excited to see all of you. The chat is on fire, as one of our commenters has already said. So we're very happy to see you guys. A couple of announcements at the top of the hour, and then we're going to we're going to get into things pretty quickly tonight. You guys, Um, there is a new episode of Bigfoot, the road to discovery available for squad members, a.k.a. YouTube channel members right now over on YouTube. So head over there and check that out. The world premiere is taking place this coming Sunday. We also have a new episode of The Lore You Know, hosted by Heather Mosier, featuring Nikki Clement, who you will recognize from Skinwalker, How of the Rougarou. And then we have a few really big announcements tonight. We've got a lot of big stuff to talk about, but the show is the announcements tonight. So we're going to just get right into it. I'm going to go ahead and bring up tonight's guests in no particular order. Adam Dugan. Well, I was surprised. I'm glad I wasn't picking my nose. Yeah, I'm sorry. I picked someone randomly. You looked very composed. Adam, and then moving in order from uh, right to left on my screen, Mr. Mark Matsky. Hey, hey, Mark. Welcome back. Twice in a week. I know. (laughs) New streak. Fantastic. And then, of course, of course, of course, the man behind all of this stuff, you know him, you love him, and the lady who makes everything happen, everything behind the scenes happens pretty much because of Adam and Courtney, Seth and Courtney. Welcome back, guys. Hey. Hey. For a second, I thought you were calling Adam a lady. I I was like, well, I don't know where to go with this. Oh, sorry. I'll be honest, guys. I'm really excited. I'm behind this, Adam, I mean... (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> I bounced around a lot there in my head. That was going to sound a lot more eloquent, uh, but thank you for bearing with me. A shout out to all of our new squad members this evening. There are several, uh, Jason Greasehover, uh, Danielle, Gary MC, Michael Hansen, and William Scholl. Welcome and thank you guys. We're so happy to have you as a part of the squad. Uh, so yeah. There's a ton of comments. I've got 28 notifications over here, so I'm just going to scroll through here very quickly. But uh, would anyone like to let everyone know what we're doing tonight? I'm pretending to look up because <laughs> someone who knows talking about who knows Kickstarter. We're, doing. we're talking about the Kickstarter, and I mean, we've reached 100 percent today. That is yes. And we have a super awesome stretch goal this year. The first time we've ever offered a full extra movie on physical media that we're going to ship out. So we're bolstering to try and hit that. And we have prizes. We do have prizes this evening. Should we go ahead and announce that right now? Sure. So Someone asked in the in the, in the the um, comments. Oh, Kickstarter link. I can send that again. I don't know that that works on oh. from StreamYard. It blocks it. I tried to do it. And it's blocked it for me. I'll I'll, I'll post it in the uh, live chat on YouTube. Yes, that that was YouTube. That link is forthcoming. Yes. So um, I'm going to be watching our Kickstarter backers. And for anyone who backs at any level in the next 24 hours, we have two prizes that I'm going to select at random. Um, So if you back in the next 24 hours, please watch for emails from me 
about this time tomorrow because I'll be emailing two of you. Um, the first prize is our American Werewolves special edition VHS tape, which is really cool because it's VHS in a plastic case, which is very blockbuster. Um, and then inside of it, it has a 30-some page zine that has a bunch of behind-the-scenes stuff in it. It has articles. It has behind-the-scenes photos. Oh, this is a picture I took, actually. Um, Would you look at that? That's just Zach running through some fog, you know. Is that Zach? That yeah, is he was filming Santino chasing him. But I got the side view of the fog. Um, but, yeah, it's really cool because it kind of has its own, like, behind-the-scenes documentary. There's Jason taking a picture of me as I'm taking a picture of him. Um, but we're giving that away. And the other prize is our On the Trail of Companion Volume 1, which is a big book. It usually retails at a pretty hefty price. So for this special occasion, we're going to give away uh, one copy of it. It's a really good book. I purchased mine a couple of years ago. You had all of us sign it. I remember. I did. I think I, I can't prove this, but I'm pretty sure I have more signatures in mind than any other copy out there because I brought it to Monster Fest last year. I even got Mark. Mm -hmm. Yes, you, indeed. I think the first time I signed it was at CryptidCon like two years ago. Mm -hmm. You and you and Heather actually helped me get everybody's signatures that was there. And then since then, I've just been tracking people down like a like a real weirdo. But <laughs> yeah, these are both great prizes. I don't even have one of these American Werewolves VHSs. Yeah, and the VHSs are super limited run. Um, so they're never going to be printed again. We partnered with the VHS company. They have some of them. We have the rest of them. When they're gone, they're gone. Um, and just with the feel of the movie, it feels like authentic to have it on VHS. Um, so it kind of fits with the, the theme. Super exciting. So let's let's talk what happens next. I, I had two shows planned for tonight, depending on what the state of the Kickstarter was. And within the last, what, four or five hours, we hit 100% of our base funding goal. So, but this isn't the end of the journey. Like, like we have we have more that, that we get to do together. So what happens next? I know, but would anyone else like to? <laughs> well, so... So from here, the biggest thing is that there is some confusion usually when it comes to stretch goals, which is that I think people think you're like moving the goalpost on them and, and that now you have to hit some new goal in order to get the rewards. Basically, like all the rewards are achieved. So if you back the campaign, you're getting all the rewards. All that happens with the stretch goal is that if we hit the stretch goal, we are adding free DVD and Blu-ray copies for all backers at the at any level that they get physical rewards mm -hmm. and then all backers even the digital ones will get a digital copy of cursed waters um the big the big sort of disclaimer here is and i think i said this during the live stream but i want to make sure i say it again cursed waters is happening like it's a it's a done deal. The movies the movies already shot. We've got an effects artist doing some some amazing recreations and stuff like that. Um, Eli's already halfway through the edit. So that movie is happening. Um, the biggest part of this is that if we can hit the stretch goal, then 
backers are getting a free copy of the movie and we've never given dvds and blu-rays for free so that that's a that's a big part of it so if we can hit that stretch goal that's what's happening but um i just wanted that to be out there yeah the goal now so that's the big thing the the other thing would be that you know once once we finish the first movie out of the gate which is supposed to be dogman territory um there will be a package that goes out uh, whenever that movie is completed uh with dogman territory on dvd and blu-ray it's possible it will actually contain dogman territory and ogopogo mm -hmm. we just have to the timing has to be right um but that would be the plan and obviously the ogopogo movie cursed waters being a part of that would be hinged on whether or not we can hit the stretch goal um and the stretch goal is 120 we're at 91k 91k ish as of right now so we're well on our way to the stretch goal um for anyone that's in the chat that's like how do we get to the stretch goal just help share the campaign that's like the really that's the only way <laughs> that anyone can really help the campaign at this point would be to share it or if you adjust your pledge to like a higher level which we're not asking anyone to do but i'm just saying those are those are really the only two ways to help us hit that stretch goal tell your friends and people on social media yeah, we did have that question in the chat from Chris Honholz. So thank you, Chris. Great question. Um, which kind of brings me to something I might should have said a little bit ago. Please do drop your questions and comments for all of our, our esteemed panel this evening in the chat, uh, and we will do our best to answer them. I have a question. Actually, I have several questions about several of the projects involved in the next Kickstarter, and I'm going to select one at random. Um, Let's talk a little more about Cursed Waters, because this is probably the one that people uh, are the most surprised by, just because we only recently announced it, which I'm very excited about. Um, Small Town Monsters hasn't covered a sea monster in a while. It's been a hot minute. So what brought us back to this topic in 2024? Um, Eli proposed it when we were doing the lead up to... Um, to on the trail of Bigfoot, the origin, um, you know, I mean, full transparency, this was originally conceived as being an episode of mysteries and monsters. Um, what happened is mysteries and monsters is kind of on a hiatus and we were all on the, the, uh, dog man. Yeah. The dog man territory shoot. And while we were there, we, I mean, as these things go, we're all sitting around hanging out and, the idea came about to just make a full scale movie out of it. Um, Eli had plenty of stuff in the can and I was excited at the prospect of doing something that was Lake monster oriented as a film. Um, and then, I mean, it all came, came about in one giant 20 minute conversation. Basically we were like, let's do it as a movie. Let's do it as a Kickstarter reward. Jason Hewlett already had a book that he had written about that case about the Ogopogo creature. And I said, let's include that, uh, you know, not in the Kickstarter, but in our, in our publishing lineup for the year. So it all kind of came about very quickly. Um, and we were excited just at the prospect of integrating that into what we were doing. There was also a very real chance that that might not have come out, you know, if, if we didn't do that, um, 
because I do know with YouTube, there are things that we've shot that, that just, it never came to fruition, whether it was because we didn't have enough content in the can or, you know, there's other people move on to other projects and never get back around to it or whatever. So I was a little concerned about this one falling by the wayside because Ogopogo has always been a big cryptid for me. That's one of the ones that I was aware. In fact, like anyone who's heard me talk about my origin story for cryptids, uh, I was gifted a DVD, a burned DVD by a friend of mine. <clears throat> uh, and one of the one of the um, episodes of some television documentary it, it also focused on Ogopogo. So Ogopogo was something I was aware of going back to my to my introduction to all of this. So it kind of made sense for us to do something with it. I was also just excited about doing a <clears throat> seeing what Eli could do with like a full scale STM movie with a full backing of STM. Um, you know, we brought in an effects artist. We're doing uh, 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 we're taking this project just as seriously as any of the other projects that are a part of the Kickstarter this year. Um, you know, from a production standpoint, the budget on it is relatively high, so it's not going to look like a like a free movie that you're getting, you know, as part of as part of this year's campaign. Like it's a very serious, um, uh, a very serious um, undertaking. Like we're 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 putting all 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 hands on deck, sort of, when it comes to that project, just like we do all the other films and YouTube series. I'm very excited about it. I know a lot of people are. Um, we have a teaser for that film. Should we maybe run that while we're talking about it? Yeah. Yeah. yeah let's do it. All right. Here we go. Lake Okanagan is a glacial lake. It's extremely deep with depths being more than 700 feet, even further, like 2,500 feet in some areas. And of course it is rumored to house a lake monster. The, the actuality is a lot of people saw something out on that lake that's got four or five humps, 10 and 60 or 70 feet long. So when settlers came, they saw something in the water and it spooked them. Settlers believed it was like a lake demon, something to be feared, something ferocious. It's a shapeshifter. It's a dimension walker. It will manifest itself and it'll have antlers much like a deer. That's its spiritual form. I have zero theories on what this might be because it is too anomalous. What is Ogopogo and what does it mean? So it was October 15th, 2022, yeah. and then all of a sudden we saw the thing in the water. We got within about 12 feet of it and she took that picture. And we were just kept right on going because uh, the speed we're going right now, this is our getaway speed. Yeah. <laughs> If you saw something in the lake that you couldn't explain, would you call the media? I love that. I love it. It gets me so <laughs> pumped up. Eli Watson made that. Mm -hmm. uh, <laughs> Carrie Hughes just backed the Kickstarter. Uh, really looking forward to this year. So, uh, Carrie, you are in the drawing for. I see you, Carrie, and also uh, Dar Jack, who increased their pledge since the stream started. He's going to be included in the uh, drawing as well. Thank wow. you guys so much. 
really appreciate you. So we're already we're already on the road. We're already making some pretty substantive progress towards this goal. Um, we do have some audience questions coming in. I think we could we should we can we'll, we'll, we're going to do those. Uh, <laughs> our friend BH, uh, good to see you, my friend. As always, says, "Hey Seth, what other categories of the unexplained does STM want to expand into going into the future?" Um. This year and next year will be pretty surprising for 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 STM viewers as far as like what we're tackling. Um, I mean, we've already announced Tyler Hall's uh, the the mystery light mo um, Phantom Phantom Lights, Phantom Lights movie. Um, there's there's a mermaid related project in the works. Uh, like we have some things coming down the pipe that people. Probably, people are probably not expecting at all. Uh, Strange Places by Alex Alexander Petikov is going to mm -hmm. take us to some Which really. He is very excited about. Mm -hmm. Yeah, that's going to take us to some really unusual uh, areas. Um, we're doing. Uh, did we we announced? Yeah, we're UFOs mm -hmm. revisited um, mm -hmm. is coming, and that will have uh, you know all sorts of interesting aspects and cases uh involved including the veggie man um you know there's just there's there's no end to what we are interested in covering um it always comes down to what we can actually afford to cover mm -hmm. but we're definitely already pushing into some new territory with um you know not just cryptids but the paranormal in general and um and stuff, you know, Bigfoot is obviously going to perpetually main sort of the main focus of of a lot of what we do because that is for I know for Alexander and myself, it's it's one of the topics that we are the, drawn to the most, um, and it's it's one I'm always I'm always fascinated by and, and find new new avenues to explore. But um, there's no limit to what we will do this year. <laughs> I don't know. I mean, you guys can hop in on this. I mean, we're also talking to work with other filmmakers and trying to expand who we're working with to get more diverse content. We can't talk about a lot of that yet, but we're definitely mm -hmm. trying to get more out there. Yeah, there's, there's, um, and I said that in the live stream, like there's just a ton, a ton, a ton, a ton coming from STM this year. I don't know. I mean, I think we've announced maybe 60%. I don't know. And I'm talking about stuff that's coming out this year. So there's more. So stay tuned for sure. Mm -hmm. Yeah. That, thanks for that setup, BH. That was a great opportunity for us to talk about <laughs> more of the projects that this project or that this Kickstarter campaign is funding, because it's not just these few or these five films that we're talking about. You know, this provides support for everything that we do. Yeah. I mean, I think one thing that is important to understand, especially for YouTube viewers is we were around for six years, seven years, really, um, maybe more, probably eight before we really expanded onto YouTube and YouTube was very, it has been very Bigfoot focused, but before that, you know, well over half of our lineup does not involve Bigfoot. If it's probably less than half is actually Bigfoot related. So we've always had a wide breadth of topics, um, out there. Uh, and we certainly, you know, as a crew and as a company, I think everyone here is interested in a variety of these topics and we'd all burn ourselves out if all we talked about was Bigfoot. Mark would, Mark would, <laughs> Mark would eventually just kill me 
<laughs> yeah. Anymore. We're close. We're close now. <laughs> Almost there. <laughs> creeping up to the line. He doesn't even deny it. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> I would. <laughs> I do see Cheryl Peacock in the chat, and I wanted to say hi. She is our friend from a Great Smoky Mountain Bigfoot Conference, and we'll be back there in just a couple months. Mm -hmm. Aaron will be there. Aaron's talking. Yes, I am with my good friend Heather Mosier. We'll be talking uh, Dogman 101 at a big event. So, <laughs> no, it's going to be a lot of fun. Very excited. Uh, here's a fun question, Seth. You touched on this a moment ago. Uh, squad member Strangerous asks Do we have an approximate release schedule for the year? Uh, the way STM functions is we sort of schedule things out on a quarterly basis. When I'm talking about a schedule, I'm talking specifically about film releases. Um, that is mostly because things are always shifting and we don't have everything from 2024 shot. So we know, like, for instance, we know Dogman territory is a spring release. We know that, um, on the trail of Bigfoot, the ancients is a summer release. We know that Cryptid the goat man will probably also be a summer release. And then, um, what is the last one? Oh, lost contact is a fall release. And um, Ogopogo is also a spring release. That's kind of like the current plan. So when it comes to the films, that's where those are at. And then we do have a rough approximation of when books are coming out. Um, but we haven't announced that yet. So I don't know. You know, Dogman, I do know that uh, Dogman Territory and Jason Hewlett's Ogopogo book are going to be relatively close together. Mm -hmm. um, so, so you know, I know that I know that, um, the, the mystery light book, uh, by Ron Murphy is going to be, uh, we're targeting a sort of like a late summer or early fall release. So that's how that goes. And then when it comes to YouTube, we know, obviously things are planned out. We have to know things on YouTube a little in advance. So that stuff's pretty much plotted out from now through the early summer, late spring, something like that. One other thing we do know, and it should have been announced by now, I haven't checked. If not, we're announcing it now. At the Great Smoky Mountain Bigfoot Conference in Gatlinburg, Tennessee, we are premiering on the trail of Bigfoot, the Ancients. Mm -hmm. And you can get tickets for that. Even if you don't want to go the whole conference, you can add on the movie premiere. You can go to just the movie premiere, mm -hmm. um, but we're doing that there. And at Monster Fest in June in Canton, Ohio, we are premiering Ocopogo. Yes, Cursed Waters will pr premiere. And that'll at, be at the beautiful Camp Palace Theater, and we're going to have a Q&A panel. Did you say Ogopogo or Ocopogo? Ocopogo? Ocopogo. She keeps saying uh, Oco, like, I think because of Lake Okanagan. Yeah, I would like the two words to be one. It would be a lot easier. <laughs> that doesn't make sense. Mm. Um, but yes, we're doing our Lake Monster premiere at uh, Monster <laughs> Fest in June here at home. So that's kind of how our releases get planned. Sometimes we have a lot of control over them. Sometimes we have a little less control over them. Well, that's the other thing. Um, you know, going forward, STM is is really pushing forward at least in 2024 to self-release our movies 
you know, just frank, frankly, as a filmmaker, the entire distribution process of working with other companies handling our movies has been an absolute nightmare across the board. Um, and so even if it somewhat limits the amount of platforms the titles are available on, like if you like watching our movies on Vudu, just being upfront with you, you're out of luck in 2024. Um, you know, Amazon and Tubi are going to be the big ones to watch STM film releases in 2024. It's, it's mostly because we have no control over when the movies come out, if they're coming out through a distributor. This way we can at least say a movie's done. Let's get it out now. You know, whereas with a distributor, you complete the movie, you hand it to them, and then you wait for months on end. Three, for four, five months. American Werewolves 2 would be the perfect example of that, you know, sort of just gestating for months on end while we wait for it to pass QC and get out there. Um, so we're not doing that anymore, um, whether it limits the revenue on the movies or not, because frankly, it's a nightmare to work in that environment where you have no control over what you're putting out. And we do have unexplained TV coming up, which is going to be our fast channel, free ad supported television. And a lot of our stuff will be on there. The new releases might not be on there right away, but they will eventually be on there. So you'll have Tubi, Amazon, unexplained TV, and any other smaller platforms that pick them up. Very cool. We have actually another question kind of along those same lines. Uh, this one having to do with Cursed Waters. Our friend BH asks, will Cursed Waters be released on YouTube? Uh, I'm dying to see my local Lake Cryptid on the small screen again. We'll also be doing Ogopogo research this spring and summer to see what can be found. We'll keep us updated on that, BH. That's super exciting. But um, Seth, you mentioned that Curse Waters is happening one way or another. So how how is the distribution working for that? The the distribution of all small town monsters movies, YouTube is last. Like YouTube will always be the last place we put the these features. So like the movies that are on Kickstarter, it'll be the last place they are released. It will be the first place for certain titles, things like the Phantom Lights Project. Some other movies we haven't even announced yet, but those are sort of like a cross-pollination thing where they come out across all platforms simultaneously. The feature films, stuff like this, um, will come out, come out you know, on Amazon, Tubi, the pay platforms first, and that's mostly how we actually make the budget back on these movies is by releasing them on the pay platforms. And, and I wouldn't expect to see Cursed Waters or, or anything from 2024 on YouTube before 2026. So, you know, Kickstarter, great way to get this stuff when it comes out. If not that, then, you know, rent, rent or buy it when it comes out on Amazon and Tubi. Um, but there will be plenty of content coming out directly to YouTube and, and uh, Unexplained TV as well. And it will probably be on YouTube for the, the rent or buy option, just not necessarily free. Um, the way we're doing self-distribution, a lot of stuff will be on there for the YouTube movies, they call it. So super accessible. Mm -hmm. That's cool. Mm -hmm. I like that. Uh, Julie Bug has a question about unexplained TV. Um, will there be a fee for the unexplained TV? Adam, do you want to talk about that? Adam. Adam. Hey, I can talk about this. This has been my life here for the last little bit. Mm -hmm. No, there, will, there won't be any fee. Um, the way that these fast channels work, essentially, you have your kind of your built-in, uh, uh, like Samsung TV or, or whatever. You have kind of a free 
that's fast is free ad supported TV. So essentially there'll be some commercials in there, but if you have like a Samsung TV or a variation of that, um, there will, it'll be, it'll be there. Uh, so if you've got the TV, you can do it. There are also other platforms that are, that are free, uh, things like freebie, things like, what are some other ones Seth? Um, Roku, Roku, yeah. Amazon fire, Amazon fire. Um, mm -hmm. yeah, there's, there's quite a few. Yeah, There's basically any yeah. smart TV program will probably, hopefully, eventually carry it. Right. And then you'll just have an occasional commercial, but it's free 24-7 programming mm -hmm. of our stuff or stuff we've curated. And eventually, I do know one thing I would like to see eventually with Unexplained TV is that we would have exclusive titles that would be sort of exclusively streaming on Unexplained TV. It, wouldn't, it won't be right out of the gate, but that is something I would love to see come down, down the road. I think I talked about this before too. I think something that's really cool about it is, you know, I think with the, with like the world of streaming now with Netflix, with Hulu, with all of those things, it's obviously everything is just kind of there on demand. So maybe your family is not available to watch something and you just watch it and then they catch up, catch up later or whatever. But growing up, I think for most of us, we would have uh, a show or two every week that we watched that came on at a certain time that everybody sat around and sat down together and watched it. And it was always, I have really fond memories of that. And that's one of the things as I've been working through it anyway, thinking about um, one of the benefits is that there are going to be certain shows uh, like um, for instance, Werewolf Wednesday, like that's we're on Wednesday evenings, there's going mm -hmm. to be a selection of Dogman Werewolf, Aaron's, Aaron's, uh, I almost said Aaron's <laughs> baby, but that would, that would, that doesn't sound <laughs> I happy. mean, in a way, in a you way, know. <laughs> whatever your, your, your baby is way cuter than dogmen, but things like that, where you can just get with your family and watch something, have something to look forward to every week. Um, and I don't know, I think maybe I'm just kind of nostalgic for like the, the TV guy channel days, like watching and being like, Oh, this got to be here at this time. Cause this comes on. And I just think that's, that's a fun kind of secondary like benefit is it's going to, it's going to give, uh, you know, people interested in the same subject, a dedicated time to sit down and like share that together, which I think is really cool. Very excited, very excited. I have a couple of those, you know, paranormally <clears throat> themed streaming channels on my smart TV. And every time I turn the TV on now, I'm like, soon, soon. <laughs> right. <Yeah. laughs> we have a, a comment that is not a question, but it, it, it has to be responded to because it's very important. Uh, our friend Michael Kishbusher asks, I would pay to see Mark host a late night creature feature. Oh. Um, I agree. I'm just going to put that out there and anyone's welcome to respond to that. But I think that's, I think that's a great. Can we afford to pay Mark to host that show? I feel, oh, like, yeah. I feel like his fee would be. <laughs> well, interestingly, I would pay to do one. <laughs> <laughs> Let's launch well, another Kickstarter. Right, and we'll figure out later. Make that happen. I'm in. I'd like to see Mark yeah. do a Mystery Science Theater 3000 style. Oh. We'd get some puppets and Mark, and we mm. just. Again, I'd kick in some for that. <laughs> Let's Aaron, watch and, Aaron and, this. and I have had many conversations about a uh, MSTK, you know, yeah. type type show. We have. I was deciding whether or not it was okay to say that. Yeah, we definitely have. <laughs> I, I'm just saying it doesn't mean we have to do it. Seth, Seth's the man with the plan. I'm just saying it out loud, just throwing it out there. I mean, it's a hundred percent possible. So many of those, especially like if we're trying to keep it within the cryptid paranormal realm, so many like 
paranormal cryptid themed movies are in the public domain that would make it very easy to do mm -hmm. something like that it would be, yeah. it would be the theater chairs in the garage we'll just pull them out oh. lighting going <laughs> i'll be moving to ohio in one week yeah for this, and i will stay there as long as it takes oh, i mean i didn't man. start working on notes for an idea like this a week ago or anything um, yeah let's get mark a jumpsuit and we'll just get it going nice nice <laughs> This is going to spiral in a very, very <laughs> excited about it. <laughs> but okay. So let's let's start another Kickstarter, and we'll decide later who gets the money to make this happen. Right? It seems to me care. like or who gives it, do. right? <laughs> yeah, it. I, I, you know, I don't care. I just want this to happen. Um, well, here's a question that I am curious to hear from Mark on. Um, and Mark, you've been on a lot of these investigations so i think you'll probably have a take mm -hmm. on this our friend metallica 4567 asks are any of you guys worried you might actually meet one of these monsters during an investigation what if you look to the left and goat man is coming straight at you oh man well if it's the the goat man of popular conception i think you know it's curtains at that point because <laughs> it wouldn't i mean he'd have an axe in his hand it'd be game over at that you point nice hatchet you've got there and close yeah right <laughs> but you know i don't the first part of that question not really worried i mean at this point we've done enough of these where i would i would really actually love to have something emerge from the forest or have some sort of visual encounter of any kind uh that, that would be ideal you know i think it's it's really what everyone's going out there for and you know many comments have been made about the fact that you know you go out into the woods you go on a, a some sort of night investigation and then there's a like a major freak out if it seems like something is going to happen but that's why you're there right i mean you you actually want to have something happen um so i i you know sort of have two minds on that on one hand axe wielding goat man that would be um, beyond terrifying but you know, Bigfoot or, you know, any other sort of natural cryptid, you, that's what you're out there to do is to try to find that, have that encounter. Great question, Metallica. Appreciate mm -hmm. that. We, we get good questions from Metallica all the time. Um, so here's a question that we can kick to everybody. Seth may, may be the one that knows, but staying on the topic of Goatman, uh, hides in long grass whose profile picture appears to be the Mothman. So I'm here for that. Are they doing the Texas Goatman? There's also a Maryland Goatman. So I don't know if that bleeds into spoiler territory and if we can talk about that, but Goatman is coming. I, I do know that the way the project was originally conceived was to be an all-encompassing Goatman uh, movie. I am fairly certain Kentucky is going to play the largest role in it. But I, I know we shot a Goatman interview uh, in New Mexico. So so it should be an all-encompassing, you know, across-the-board look at the Goatman phenomenon uh, as a whole. So stay tuned for that. Yeah. Very excited about this one. Um, our friend Jeremiah over at Bigfoot Society, whose, whose <laughs> show Mr. Adam Dugan was on just this week, for, 48 hours ago, I believe the episode yeah, aired. It was, it was a blast. It was a lot of fun. Yeah. Bigfoot Society members got to hear it a little bit early, uh, but great interview. Check that out right away. But Jeremiah asks, have you been back to Rogue's Hollow lately? 
I don't know about Mark. I haven't been there since last summer. Tommy and I went for a hike over there. Um, Tommy loves to go there. Mike, that's my son. Um, so I, I enjoy going there, but it's been a while since I've I've headed over that way. Um, so unfortunately, I have not been there lately. No, nor have I. But I do think you know it's like a, a camping extravaganza waiting to happen. Mm-hmm. We need we need to get out there and see what happens. Yeah, leave Mark and I in the woods overnight at Rogues Hollow. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it'd be great. Well, Seth Seth told me that his number one thing, the first time I interviewed him going on two and a half years ago now, is always be filming. So mm-hmm. stay tuned for mm-hmm. that. I don't know why I just remembered that. Yeah. Um, <laughs> we, 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 sorry, we have a couple of questions that are about specific UFO cases. So uh, I'll kick one of these out here. Our friend Kevin Bird asks, would you guys ever consider a film about Project Blue Book and or mm. Dr. J. Allen Hynek? And on the subject of UFOs, I think the Cash Landrum incident and the Lonnie Zamora slash Socorro event are both very compelling. Your thoughts? I'll start this one off by saying, uh, check out UFOs Revisited later this year. It's possible that one or more of the things that were mentioned in Kevin's question will be uh, relevant to one or more of those episodes. So that I think it is relevant. I, I think Kevin too might, might know already because Kevin's been around for a very long time around. He's, he was a Sasquatch listener, Monsteropolis. Mark and I see him at least once a year. Um, he might already have some insight here, but I mean, my, a dream project of mine is the cash Landrum incident. Um, I'm, I'm super fascinated by that. Um, and have been for a very long time. It's, it's one of my dream projects to get into. Um, the project blue book thing, I, I very much want to do, but not, not a documentary and not a, maybe, maybe not even a film at all. The, the project I have in mind, um, that involves blue book or at least builds off of blue book is a narrative, uh, comic book. Uh, that I've had uh, a treatment written out for for a very long time. So that's my answer to those. I don't know about anyone else. I mean, I'm I'm here for it. So (laughs) I know we're going to talk about, we're going to talk about uh, some of that uh, Mm -hmm. on UFOs Revisited, which I'm excited about along with some other, along with some other things. so yeah, I think probably you'll you will be happy with that show and certain uh, topics. Yes. Sure. If if these topics are of interest to you, you might also like UFOs <laughs> revisited <laughs> coming later. No, I'm man, I'm so excited. Um, I don't want to talk too much about it because it's <clears throat> still in the works, but I'm very very excited to share that with people as it develops. So. Yes. Thank you for asking that, Kevin. Always good to see you. Uh, let's see. Our friend Tyler Hall says, let's go. So <laughs> yeah. shout out to Tyler. <laughs> uh, uh, well, we answered that question already. We answered that question. There were a few in here I was really excited to get to. Uh, let's see. Let's see. Let's see. Sorry. Oh, our friend Strangerous says, I just backed, but my Kickstarter moniker is different than here. Go STM. Thank you, Strangerous. We appreciate you. Nice. Very much. And we have another new squad member to shout out. John Taylor joined the squad. Just 
about 15, 20 minutes ago. Nice. So welcome, John. Thank you so much. This has been a great show, and we are not even at the top of the hour yet. Um, we have some comments on Goatman. Mr. Scribbles, yeah, wouldn't want to run into Goatman. And our friend Metallica says, Goatman is your worst friggin' nightmare. So <laughs> with you on that, uh, shout out to Angel Castro, who happens to be my brother-in-law, who says small town hey. monsters in all caps. So, <laughs> good to see you, Angel. <laughs> uh, Kevin Bird has another question for us, kind of on the same line that we were on a little while ago. Um, I just watched Fire in the Sky the other night, parentheses again. A well-made film, in my opinion. What is your take on the whole Travis Walton story? Anybody? Hmm. Uh, let let Mark start with that. <laughs> <laughs> okay. <laughs> well, um, my take, first of all, is that that's, I don't know if I was at the wrong age, but I that's one of those movies I wanted to watch and then I chickened out on because I was just too afraid to watch it back when it first came out because that's sort of like the same effect that the book communion had on me you know i was intensely interested in whitley streber's communion but there's something about the cover art of that and just the classic gray alien that it really bothered me and so i didn't want any i, I it's like a love hate thing it took a while um the whole story though is I mean, this is one of those cases where volumes and volumes has been written on it. Uh, Seth and I were at a conference where um, Travis Walton was a guest. And I'm sure and that's been the case probably for the entire crew at, at later conferences. But um, he certainly has a, a following as far as that goes. And people hang on you know, his every word. But... Uh, you know, the least that you can say is that in the the whole sphere of abduction stories, I think his got a lot of early attention and made it more possible for other people to talk about their abduction experiences. So it kind of kicked in the door for that. Yeah, I mean, that movie, I love that movie. I think that movie is great. Um, but I saw it way later. And I mean, mm -hmm. already, I was already familiar with the Travis Walton story when I saw the movie. Mm. Um, so I was aware of the discrepancies between, you know, uh, what Travis claims was reality and, and what the movie's showing. But the movie's very well made and uh, interesting. There's already a couple of docs done on that Travis Walton in incident that are decent. Um, and obviously almost every... UFO related television show has covered it in some capacity. So it's, it's not something I would immediately write off, but to do it, I would have to know that like Travis was heavily involved in the making of a documentary about it. Um, and I would have to feel like we had some, something to bring to the table that hasn't already been covered elsewhere. So right now it's kind of like a back burner thing. It's not, it's not something we're pursuing, but it's also not something I would immediately turn off yeah i'll say excuse me goodness i'll say that like personally historically i've been really skeptical of abduction phenomena um but late especially lately as i've done more research into this stuff partially for ufos revisited my my preconceived notions have been challenged and mr walton's case is included in that so you know i'm excited to talk more about ufos 
soon and maybe mm -hmm. this case will come up i don't know maybe maybe ufos revisited will will be mentioning it <laughs> maybe <laughs> i don't know i was waiting to see where you're, where you were going with it maybe ufos revisited will Mention <laughs> it's it's possible that it will come up. It's one of those cases that inevitably comes up in you know prolonged UFO discussions. But maybe. Well, I was also saying that while realizing maybe. I did I do not remember the episode. <laughs> it's, we're gonna we're gonna talk about. It. I kind of thought that was the case, like wanting to hint at it, but not sure if you should put it out there in the event that that wasn't something. We're going to talk about it. Worst, this is the worst kept secret in any small town monsters. Like, yeah. yeah. What has to say is, have you ever thought about this? And we're like, well, if you like it, then you may check this. It's, we've, we've given it all away here. So let's just go through the episode breakdown of UFO. <laughs> yeah, let's just break it down. <laughs> I've actually done no outlining for the show yet. I'm just taking everything the audience says over the next couple of weeks. And those are our yep. episodes. So this is really That is 100% not true. Aaron and Heather have done a ton of work. And we have a very good outline and itinerary. It's going to be good. <laughs> We have what a borderline do. book of notes to study before yeah. this. It's pretty, yeah. it's pretty impressive. It's and I feel like a lot of it was done just for me because I asked Heather, I said, please, notes as as many as you can so I can read about these things. This is a, I'm a, a, a Bigfoot and paranormal uh, dude from way back. UFOs is a relatively new thing to me. So I'm, I needed notes. So yeah, it's probably about 40 pages long. It's, it's pretty yeah. impressive. Mm -hmm. Yeah. I believe it topped out at 45. Just to be clear, I believe. <laughs> well, that's five that's that's were a doozy. Don't take those away. <laughs> that's one thing that's going to be cool about this show that without going into too much details, we do have a variety of perspectives coming to the table. So it's going to be it's going to be fun. It's going to be a lot of fun. Thanks for giving us a chance to talk about that, Kevin. I'm quite hyped. Uh, Damien asks, uh, let's see. This is an interesting question. I know you can't do the lizard man. Why not? But there's been claims of similar creatures. Would you guys consider to investigate any of those? I'm not sure why we couldn't do the lizard man. Well, I've I've been quoted numerous times saying we can't do the lizard man. Oh, we can't do the lizard man, guys. So you're well, right, Damien. The, the main reason I say it is because the the bulk of the witnesses or the people connected to the to the original sightings are gone. Like either they passed away or they're no longer in the area or want nothing to do with that. Also, I have it on good authority that there are two different documentaries being made on the lizard man right now. So it's covered. Like it's just not something I don't think we're going to cover. So that's, that's the main reason I would love to have done it. And, and Lyle and I talked about doing it as a follow-up to boggy Creek. Um, back in the day, we were trying to get ahead of the passing of the, uh, the sheriff whose name I forget, but the, the guy that, that investigated that original case, but like the main original witnesses is gone. A lot of those people have passed. So to do it, we would have to have massive amounts of archival material, which I don't think exists other than some audio that Lyle himself might have. Um, they're just, it, it, it's a very difficult undertaking. And again, it's already about to be covered in two other docs. So, so that one would would be out. But I mean, I, I love stories like that. Um, obviously, it's kind of what the whole company's built up around are these obscure uh, small town 
cryptid cases. So whether it's a lizard man or a the frog man or whatever. Goblins? I'm yeah, the goblins. Like I'm down to do it. I'm down to do it. DTF down to film. film. Down to film. Yep. Well, great question, Damien. Go ahead and send your resume to contact us at smalltownmonsters.com. You'll probably be replacing me soon as the host of this show. Um, <laughs> no, great question. Fantastic. Um, let's see. We're coming up towards the end of the hour. Would you guys like to run one more of our uh, film teasers before we close out tonight? Oh, yeah. I would. I would. I would. Uh, one of you guys pick one. I have Lost Contact and Dogman Territory. I would do Dogman Territory since you were a part of that. Okay, I will. Here's the teaser <laughs> for Dogman Territory. So this is the area. And through this very area right here, where he is standing is the culvert area where this thing came out of. And it's pretty freaky looking. Oh yeah, look at that. Drops right down over there. Oh man. <clears throat> so I was laying right in here, like down toward that culvert. So down in here is where this thing was laying, and probably a little bit deeper down in this direction right here. Right. You found the culvert, didn't you? Yeah, the culvert's right there. The culvert is where yeah. it was. Would you mind walking mm. us through, start to sure. finish? I'm in the, uh, of course, Martin is driving. I'm in the passenger side with my window down. And we're going probably real slow, two or three miles an hour here, barely going. And I'm just riding along, and I look out the window. My window's down, my arm's hanging out. And I look, and this creature's kind of laying at an angle, and it's looking right at me. It looks like it's going to pounce on me. It's kind of, I couldn't see its feet. It was down in all this grass, but it was in a stance like it was going to pounce, like a cat would look. I'm excited about that. Uh, we do have a, a late, late in the evening addition to our panel this evening. You know him, you love him, folks, Mr. Eli Watson. <laughs> Hey, Eli. Hey. I forgot. <laughs> in, in your defense, I did tell you guys, no worries, folks. Yeah. I know it's last minute. I can run this for a few minutes by myself. So I appreciate you being here at all. I don't think the audience would have stuck around. Um, but no, we, we <laughs> talked We talked quite a bit about Cursed Waters earlier, Eli. Do you have anything on Cursed Waters you'd like to say? It's going to be awesome. Honestly, I'm pretty stoked about it. It's uh, <clears throat> it's unique because it, it has an interesting history. It was filmed as it's supposed to be part of the Mysteries and Monsters series, and then it became a movie. And so that has allowed many things, uh, additional things that would not have been possible. <clears throat> Lots of video evidence that probably would have not made the cut before and uh, visual effects, which there's a little bit of a tease. My initial idea, I was going to buy 
like a plesiosaur toy <laughs> and go film it at a lake somewhere and be like, this is Ogopogo. I remember posting <laughs> the toys and sending you links. Yep. Like, uh, yep. this is cute. <laughs> yep. And uh, fortunately, I don't have to do that anymore. <laughs> um, but so because it was filmed as like mysteries and monsters, there's a little bit of an adventure vibe to it that I think is really interesting. Uh, I, I don't know if interesting is the right word, but it's unique because it features me and Jason Hewlett pretty prominently as we're like two investigators going to the lake to check it out. And we interview witnesses, people who have taken photographs. And so I think it's a, it's a unique combination of like a historical look at the phenomenon as a whole, but also a hands-on approach to it as well, which I think is going to be cool. And it brings you up to date. I mean, we investigated the most recent photograph of Ogopogo, unless there's one from this year that I don't know about. But I liked a couple days ago. We can make one. Well, yeah, let's go make one. A toy, plesiosaur. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I actually went to Lake Okanagan a couple days ago just to make sure, and they told me no. That's <laughs> <laughs> that's not that didn't happen. Um, well, that kind of brings us, we've had a super cool discussion tonight. We unfortunately didn't have a lot of time to talk about lost contact and dogman territory. So we'll get there as we go. Um, but we are now past the hundred percent funding goal in the campaign. Um, Lake Okanagan, I'm sorry, cursed waters creature of Lake Okanagan is the first stretch goal. So we Lake talked Okanagan about this itself is the first stretch goal. It is you, you, <laughs> you, you get to go to the lake if we no. Um, <laughs> All we're, Kickstarter funding was to purchase Lake Okanagan. <laughs> we're moving the headquarters out there. <laughs> um, but no, at this point, guys, anything you can do to, sh to support the campaign by telling your friends, sharing it on your social media, uh, you know, anything like that helps. Every pledge matters, and we are so incredibly, incredibly grateful to every one of you. And if you do back in the next 24 hours or increase your pledge, I'll be watching. So watch for an email from me because you might get a book. You might get a VHS. So if you're going to pledge and you want something free, do it in the next 24 hours. I'll be watching. If I donate five more dollars, can I get a VHS? <laughs> Eli, you we'll can get enter a VHS, but not from the drawing. <laughs> <laughs> I've created several Kickstarter accounts and I'm submitting $1 pledges. From <laughs> <laughs> but you they like all have VHS. If he makes me a little like diorama out of Legos. We don't talk about those live on public in public places. <laughs> We've actually received several questions from our viewing audience about uh, Eli's Lego. Eli has an Instagram account for his Legos. I forget what it's called. Oh boy, here we go. Now the cat's roll out of the bag. Let's not do this. <laughs> Given a few more minutes, I could look it up and share it with our viewers, but unfortunately, <laughs> we are almost out of time. So tune in next week to find out. No, uh, actually, join us on Sunday for the next edition of STM Live. We will be talking about the latest episode of Bigfoot Beyond the Trail from Mr. Alexander Petikov. This is uh, Encounters on the Kenai Peninsula and features uh, interviews with our friend Larry Beans Baxter and Les Stroud. You may know him as Survivor Man. <laughs>
that piece throughout. Mm -hmm. But in the meantime, thank you again so much, everybody, for tuning in. Thank you for your support. I, I don't purport to speak for everybody often, but I know all of us appreciate you very, very much. So mm -hmm. we will see you again soon. Yeah, You've been listening to the Small Town Monsters Broadcasting Network. If you enjoyed this show, consider giving it a like, review, rating, or sharing it with a friend. And be sure to visit smalltownmonsters.com for more info about this and other STM projects. <laughs>